Hey everyone, welcome to the For the Win podcast. I'm Hemel Jaberry, writer and editor at For the Win, alongside Stephen Ruiz and Evan Thorpe. Guys, what's going on? China. China. I'm afraid to say anything because China might take my my paycheck. I'm surprised we still got a podcast after last week. That's true. I was afraid that the Chinese government was going to come down hard on us, uh, deprive us of all these cheaply made goods. They took your uh, charger. (laughs) 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 All right. So obviously we're going to talk about LeBron today, but we also have a worst fan of the week towards the end of the show. And we have a beef of the week, which also includes LeBron. Oh, surprise. Not sports, but whatever. She just pointed at me, so I feel like it's directed towards me. It might be directed towards (laughs) Evan. But let's get into LeBron and China. So I will try to sum up what happened without using direct quotes because LeBron's statement was so convoluted. We'll try to get the gist of it. So earlier this week, LeBron came out after this is after they came back from their trip to China and he spoke with the media and as expected somebody asked him about you know what was the trip like in China did he have any comments on Daryl Morey's tweet and uh, LeBron's statement was uh, lacking I'm just going to put it that way right he had this kind of convoluted statement where he said that if Morey had been better educated he would not have sent out the tweet He backtracked a little bit to clarify that he meant had Maury been more educated about the consequences of sending out the tweet, he wouldn't have said it versus being more educated about the political situation in China as regards to the Hong Kong protests. As we talked about on the show last week, it's a complicated issue, but for everybody in America, it really is a question of freedom of speech and a question of whether or not people have a right to govern themselves, which is what the Hong Kong protests are about. So LeBron kind of stepped in it, right? Mm-hmm. There is a way to interpret his comments as not so bad, mm-hmm. I will say. There's like context you can add to it. There was an article in The, the Athletic talking about how Adam Silver was kind of asking the players in China to like speak out like toe the company line for him. Right. And LeBron basically told them, no, like the, we aren't politicians or whatever. We don't know. Like we're not equipped to handle this. So maybe that's what LeBron is like speaking about. Or mm-hmm. I think it definitely is. That's what he like claimed it was that he's saying Daryl Morey put us in a bad spot. He wasn't right. necessarily saying like, he put us in a bad spot because now we can't make all this money from China. He was right. saying, like, we were in an awkward position because we were in China and he said this. Right. I just look at it like LeBron is a global icon. And, like, for years he's been pushing on, like, more than an athlete, this, that, and the third. And he could have, like, came out and said, like, you know, what they're doing is bad. But, like, he's never addressed that. And I just was like, LeBron, the your reputation is, like, you're here for everybody. You come out and do these things, and then it's like, well, I'm not a politician. This and the third. But, like, three years ago, you was on Hillary Clinton's campaign tour. So it's like, what are you? Are you only? Right, but you're saying that because he comments on one issue, he should have to comment on every issue, which not, I don't think is fair. I don't think he should comment on every issue, but it's like 
you act like you don't know what's going on and you're making it seem like you're just in it for the money. If you're in it for the money, just say you're in it for the money. I, well, I don't think that at all. I think that, yeah, the NBA should have taken a harder stance, right? They should have very clearly had a statement prepared, should have communicated those thoughts to the players. LeBron did misstep in what he said because it just was not a clear statement. There's a lot of different ways he could have handled it that would not have caused the kind of misinterpretation that uh, his actual statements did. He, After he said that in the press conference, he fired off a couple of tweets, and those tweets were also really vague, right? The tweets were trying to backtrack on what he'd said during the press conference. But my whole thing is that he, LeBron's actually right. Like, I agree, yes, it would have been great for LeBron to forcefully say, we support, you know, human rights in China, kind of leave it at that. But in these situations, these players are not equipped to handle that. And just because you take a stand on one issue does not mean that you need to take a stand on every issue, especially if that issue involves things that you might not know about. And the issue with China is also not hyper-specific to the NBA, right? It involves everybody. We're all complicit in it. U.S. and China have a giant trade partnership. The world would basically fall apart if we didn't do that. So so what is LeBron supposed to do? I would say, though, like, because of the NBA, I'm now more aware of what's going on yeah. in China. So, I like, I can, like, Daryl Moore, he did something that probably was stupid, but at the same time, it brought attention to it. For a lot of people who didn't know what was going on. And the thing is, is if China had just like not said anything about the tweet, it would have been one tweet by somebody that a handful of people follow, and then they would have forgotten about it, right? It's not something that would have blown up if China hadn't obviously overreacted. Like it was one tweet, they needed to let it go. Um, but again, I don't think that uh, it, it hurts LeBron's reputation. I think it's a minor blip. He's going to come out and he's going to do something great or he's going to say something great or Space Jam 2 is going to come out and he's going to be on top again. Two weeks from now when the basketball season starts, nobody will ask him a question about it. It'll yeah. go under the rug and everybody's just going to be excited for him and Anthony Davis. Yeah. I don't have anything to add because I'm afraid of China, but I just wish LeBron would have just said no comment. Yes. It would have made things so much easier. Like, take your own advice. Like, you don't have to have an opinion on everything, like you said. You don't have to. Like, Well, I also think it's unfair that we are kind of holding LeBron to a higher standard than we're holding politicians yes. to. Like, what the, what the heck are we supposed to, like, is he supposed to do here? And I will point out, like, the worst part about this happening, like, it was funny for a while when people were making the jokes and the memes and stuff about LeBron. Like, I got in on it. But, like, after a while, you start to see, like, the Clay Travises and the Will Canes, like, yeah. start to use this to, you know, criticize right. LeBron. And I just – that well, made me feel uncomfortable. Well, the right is using it as a way to – whip is weaponizing his comments, right, to discredit him, which is the unfortunate factor. Like, to me, this is not enough to discredit LeBron's. You can like you – can, you can have an issue with what he said, but it does not negate the other good work that he did – and is going to do. Yeah, like he still has the I Promise School. We mm -hmm. all know like he does a lot of community work. So this is just, I feel, this will this will help him in the future if it's an issue or something that he probably doesn't understand and know like, all right, I don't need to speak on this. I don't even have to say anything. So people don't twist my words. Right. Well, the issue with China, it's not like this has just happened recently, right? Like, it's not like all of a sudden China became bad. They've mm -hmm. been bad. The NBA has been playing in China for years. They've been making money off of China for years. And all these players have partnerships with shoe companies that make sneakers in China, apparel companies that, you know, produce things in China. There's a huge relationship at stake here. And... 
there's no way to extricate themselves from it. We don't live in a vacuum. We can't do it that way. Right. It's a complicated issue. Like anyone that's going to open their mouth and talk about it, like that has something at stake, it's going to be, I think they're going to end up regretting something they say. Like yeah. there's no way to go. Like either you take Daryl Morey's approach and you upset an entire region that like kind of pays your bills in yeah. a way. And then are you LeBron and you get just dragged on social media? Right. And at least for LeBron, for it's like a temporary thing. Like, yeah, the, the alt-right is going to keep bringing it up, but it doesn't mean anything, right? Those, those criticisms right. are not valid. They're just looking for ways to tear him down. They were going to come anyway, too. Yeah. This is just the first time they've had, like, a legitimate reason to criticize him because he's done nothing wrong for however long he's been in our lives. Like, probably, like, what, 20 years almost. I think he, like, came on to the scene. Like, he was on the Sports Illustrated cover at, like, in yeah. 2003, I think, 2002. This might be this first kind of major public misstep that he's had. And it's really not his fault as far as I'm concerned. In a way, like, like this, I don't think this is going to carry over too long because it's already starting to die down. I mean, mm-hmm. he came out and said something today. But it's like, like you said, the people who are just looking to hop on him. But it's like the national attention to it has died down already. Well, and, everybody knows that it's a no-win situation, yeah, right? I, there's there's nothing really to be said or done about partnerships with China. Do you think Adam Silver should have, like, prepared the whole NBA better, opposed to just saying, like, the I-don't-know-anything statement? No, I mean, I think Adam Silver should have shut it down from the very beginning. He he should have, like, made a forceful statement saying, we support human rights, we respect our colleagues in China, and that's the end of it. I'm just wondering if we're going to get an Instagram video of, him screaming out totalitarianism Thursdays. <laughs> Maybe. You never know. <laughs> All right. This leads us directly into our beef of the week, starring LeBron and Enos Kanter. Enos Kanter. All right. Thanks, guys, for <laughs> tag team that one. Uh, yeah. So Enos Kanter, uh, as you guys might be aware, he is Turkish, uh, attacked the Kurds in Syria. It's a really terrible situation. Cantor has uh, spoken out a lot about the Turkish government, which is authoritarian, and he's faced a lot of repercussions for it. He has had death threats on his life. He has not been allowed to see his family. And uh, he tweeted something about that, uh, and it seemed like a not-so-thinly-veiled shot at LeBron's comments. Yeah, and their beef kind of like, Started with basketball, I say for like the past two or three years, they've had like little run-ins. When LeBron said he was the king of New York, he was like, I don't know somebody the king. And then LeBron was like, well, my daughter's the princess, my wife is the queen, so that makes me the king. So this was probably like just him throwing a shot at LeBron like everybody else is doing. And like he he got no reaction from this. So it's I not think like it's really more won. than a shot, though. This yeah. is like deeply personal to him. Like he has an arrest warrant from his home country out on him. Because of things that are happening in Turkey that are similar to the things that are happening in China. Right. And LeBron is basically glossing over them for money. So if I'm Enos Kanter, I'd be pissed off, too. Yeah, I think it's deeply personal, right? He His his statement is, here are all the ways that I have personally suffered because people do not take uh, uh, these governments uh, to task for, for the things that they have done wrong. And LeBron was, was backing up China. I, I mean, our beef of the week is sometimes silly, but this is not a silly beef of the week. This is like a very personal beef of the week. Except, is it one-sided? Because LeBron didn't really say anything That's back. what I'm saying. Like, LeBron didn't respond. And I don't think LeBron will respond, no. especially after what happened with this with China. It's like, 
You're just going to create a, a bigger hole for yourself. Yeah, he can't respond. That's the problem. Like, you can't respond. It's like Drake and Pusha T. Like, you can't respond to the <laughs> to him exposing you for having a kid you don't take care of. Like, you can't respond to you neglecting, like, oppression elsewhere when you speak out, out against it in your own country. All right. So that was a pretty, pretty thin beef of the week, but you got it. Uh, let's talk about the worst fan of the week. I would like to get into that because I have some personal thoughts on it. The worst fan of the week is Alexandra DeSantis from she's a writer at the National Review. So the Nationals are going to the World Series for the first time in Washington, D.C. history. And she tweeted, I'm sorry, but I just do not have respect for baseball fans who move to D.C. from other parts of the country and become Nationals fans. A couple of things about this tweet. One, a huge portion of the population in D.C. has transplanted here from other places. People come from all over the world, all over the country to serve their government, right? They, they work for nonprofits. They work for the government. They work for the military. So there's a ton of transplants in D.C. Also, the D.C. region is also heavily made up of people who live in northern Virginia and who live in the Maryland suburbs. So it's called the DMV for District of Columbia, Maryland, and Virginia. So there is a ton of people here who don't actually live in D.C. Um, I find this tweet so offensive because I hate gatekeeping in sports. Like, certain people are allowed to be fans. Certain people are not allowed to be fans. And own your crappy take. Like, yes. an hour or two hours later, she tweeted out, it will never cease to amaze me how incensed people get over the random and unimportant opinions of strangers on the Internet. You are doing the same thing by responding with this tweet. Right. And she's also just basically telling like the millions of people who live in this area, we, I don't respect you. Right. right. And she retweeted some some other guy, Jerry Dunleavy. I don't know who he is. This is a, the correct take. D.C. is not a real city. Stay loyal to your hometown. <laughs> Screw this guy. Yes. Is, uh, shut up, Jerry. <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand. Like, what is a real city? D.C. is not a real city. Wow, there's a lot of people who have bad sports takes. But, Alexandra, man, you are a terrible, terrible fan. Should that have been beef of the week? (laughs) I'm about to start this beef of the week. As someone who gets in beefs on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Tell them your ad. Tell them what to add you. I'll tweet right at her right now. As someone who gets into beefs on Twitter, I own my tweets and my takes and my beefs. And I don't, like... I don't play the, oh, my God, you guys are getting so upset over someone you don't even know. No. no. Argue that argue that argument. Like, yeah, continue to argue it. Lean into your point. If you felt bold enough to tweet it, then you need to be bold enough to defend your take. Or delete your tweet if you don't stand by it anymore. Sports are supposed to be fun. Like, let be inclusive. Like, who cares if this person is doesn't know who Lasting's Millage is? You probably don't even know who Lasting's Millage is, and you're talking about your gatekeeping for Nationals fans. I watched the Nationals when they were terrible, and I stopped watching them when they got good. Not because, like, I'm, like, a hipster or something. It's just coincidence, and it's a terrible coincidence. I wish I was still rooting for them. But I have no problem with people, like, jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, there's. I don't like gatekeeping. I don't like all this weird criteria as to what makes a real fan. Like, you need to have suffered through X number of seasons for losses. But also, the Nationals moved here from Montreal like 15 years ago. It's not like they have a long history in DC that you, you know, that people here need to be loyal to. God, that made me feel old. It's been 15 <laughs> years. Yeah, it's been 15 years. Uh, 
Uh, so yeah. Anyway, that she's the worst fan of the week. That is a bad take. You don't. Why? Why would you piss all over anybody trying to have a good time and enjoy a World Series run? Can we? Make they this like a, that. They like that in Washington. <laughs> Can we make this a weekly segment? This is so entertaining right now. Uh, all right. That's my rant. Sorry. <laughs> rant fan. of the week. And <laughs> <laughs> into rant mode. <laughs> all right. I forgot to do this at the top of the show, but I'm going to do it now. As a reminder, if you guys uh, care about the NFL, remember we are counting down the 100 greatest players on usatoday.com. You can find it at usatoday.com slash NFL 100. All right, let's get into not sports, but whatever. I have one question for Evan. It is in relation to Batman news. Oh. I would like, I kind of know already, but uh, Zoe Kravitz is yes. going to be playing Catwoman. Yes. I wanted your thoughts. I like it. You like I it? I like it. Uh, I think the last time we had a Catwoman, well, Selena Kyle was, uh, not, uh, what's her name? Yeah, Kyle. Selena Kyle was. Um, Anna Hathaway. Anna Hathaway. Hathaway. She Anna disappeared Hathaway. into the role, so you couldn't like, yeah. tell them apart. I was, for some reason, when I think of Catwoman, I think of Holly Berry movie. Yeah. And it was <laughs> so bad. <laughs> but I like, I'm excited for it. I think that. Uh, I, I'm starting to like the 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 look of like I've seen people like create fan images of uh, her and what's the guy from Teen Wolf? I can't uh, think of his name. It's not Teen, Teen Wolf. Wolf. He's from He's Twilight. From Robert Pattinson. Twilight. Uh, same movie. <laughs> Teen Wolf. Well, don't they both have a wolf in it? Teen Wolf was about a basketball playing wolf. <laughs> <laughs> a basketball playing werewolf. <laughs> okay. Ed- Edward was a vampire, by the way. I never watched any of those. So, but. I'm getting excited. You know, I'm not putting like too much hope in it yet. I'm waiting because until we get that first trailer two years from now, then I'm going to be all in. Just real quickly, yes or no answer. Do we need another Batman movie? No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Guys, thank you very much for hanging out with us, and we will talk to you next week. Shut up, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>